Hey everyone, welcome to Port City Living, the podcast about life in Wilmington, North Carolina and the surrounding areas. I'm your host, Bill Corbett. I am a real estate agent with Fathom Realty, and my co-host is Brad Brown, a lender with Atlantic Bay Mortgage. What are you eating, Brad? Still got some holiday candy in the office, (laughs) and it's a chocolate toy soldier, and they're mighty good. Mm, So I'm on the no sugar kick. Um, So this is our second podcast, and we are going to get better Actually, it's our third. Actually, it's our third because we just recorded this entire podcast and Brad's mic was not plugged in. Not my fault, though. So it sounded like he was like, I don't know, in Burgall, 25 miles away. And we were like, well, that's not really going to work, so let's try it again. Right, Brad? Right. So this episode, we decided to talk about food since that's a really good topic and everybody loves food. And Wilmington has really got some good food. Um, a lot of people move here and they say, oh, the food where we came from is outstanding and, and, and this, that, and the other. But I think Wilmington's got some good food. Now, we've got our share of chains, right? Um, but we've got a lot, of, uh, a lot of talented people who have a lot of uh, authentic restaurants they've created here just in the Wilmington area. And you know, this feels like a Groundhog Day moment. We're going back into it again. But oh. we're going to do it different. Not that y'all would know this, but we're going to mix it up a little bit and so that we yeah. <laughs> can make it fresh. So we always, or, or Bill rather, likes to always sprinkle in his fun facts. I've got a fun fact this time. And um, Do you know why Red Lobster's not in Wilmington? I don't. Uh, do you know where it used to be? Uh w- on Oleander Drive? Actually, it's where... Um, TGI Fridays used to be back yeah. in the day. That's what I was thinking. Or so. Annabelle's. No, it wasn't Annabelle's. No, Annabelle's not the same. They were well, next door. But, um, yeah, they said they couldn't compete with all of the locally owned fresh seafood places. Well, there's one in Jacksonville, so what's the difference? Jacksonville um, has beaches as well. It, it does, but Jacksonville is all franchise chain stuff. There's very, very little yeah, locally true. owned things in Jacksonville. Again, another reason why Wilmington is so awesome, because... We've got a lot of people who are so talented in many, many areas. But today, again, it's all about the food. Yeah, and and we said in in the last episode that you'll never get to hear probably that it is a foodie town. Yeah, it's a foodie town. It is foodie for sure. Um, Amongst other things, but yes, definitely a foodie town. And um, so we're going to kind of ping pong all over New Hanover County just to kind of give you a little sampling of the places that we love, and we're going to do some higher-end places, some medium-range places, and some lower-end places If for those of you who, who are on a budget, which we all are these days because everything is so expensive. Right. We won't even go down that road. Um, so why don't you tell me what your one of yours is, and let's go for it. Yeah, so I've got two if we're starting at the high-end as before, or, or what I would consider high-end. High-end to me may not be high-end to you, low-end, yeah, vice versa. Of, I you think know, that's a subjective thing. It's totally subjective, but in my mind, high-end is $20 where... $20 or more. <laughs> yeah, you know what? No, <laughs> no not necessarily, but uh, it, I'll just throw it out there. Portland Grill, probably one of my... That's high-end to me. One of my new finds, I'm putting the time limit of maybe in the last three years, we just discovered this place, though it's been around for forever. We've got the white table linens. It's been around for like 20 plus years. Okay. So we've got the white table linens, the white napkins, the, like, it's just a beautiful facility. You've got some outdoor seating. Even on a cooler night, there's heaters outside, but my go-to is the 
sirloin. You can have it prepared however you like. There's a couple of different varieties in there. Uh, the sides are always delicious no matter what I choose. The desserts are always great. The drinks are on point. Never had a bad drink. But everything about Portland Grill is just amazing in my mind. Uh, you can't go wrong. And it's like you mentioned, it's close to Wrightsville Beach, so it's in Lumina Station. It's in Lumina Station on the way to Wrightsville Beach. Yeah, that is a good one, and that's a higher-end one. Um, one of my high-end ones would be um, my favorite place uh, that's owned and run by the great Billy Mellon, who I've known for many, many years, uh, and that is Mana. And that's one of my favorite spaces. Um, swanky. It's very swanky. It's very high-end. Um, it's a, I, I think it's like sexy and sultry inside. And um, the, it's really, well, it's known for all of its food, but the two things that I love there is their scallops, which are outstanding, and then their duck confit, which is just, it melts in your mouth. It just falls right off the bone. And, it's, and if you love duck, that's, that reminds me of that commercial. I don't remember what it was for. Remember when the, was it the alligator that would say, that's some good crispy duck? <laughs> I have no idea what that's for. <laughs> anyway, I always say that. I think it's funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then uh, one little add-on to Mana is they have an outstanding bar and an amazing um, bartending staff who are, or mixologist rather, who are very, very talented. And um, one of the things that um, I used to get, I haven't been there in a while, but uh, their salt and pepper martini if you're a gin lover, it's outstanding. You can't really tell it's gin, which is good because a lot of people don't like gin because of the flavor. But uh, they do a, a salt and pepper. It's gin, um, uh, grapefruit, uh, bitters, and then salt on the rim and pepper in the glass. And it is outstanding. You know, I didn't mention this before, but I went to a party there one time. And that was the first place I had my a Moscow Mule for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. And it was on point. Mm-hmm. And they served pork rinds there i don't know if that's a normal uh menu item there at mana but they they brought out this massive tray towards the end of the party full of pork rinds and everybody's just just going to town on pork rinds well mana is on princess street downtown and so while we're downtown let me add on speaking of pork rinds let's talk about beer barrio that's going to be one of your more affordable restaurants it's on the corner of front and princess street and beer barrio um is um tacos, quesadillas, things like that. Um, to me, I, I, my go-to there is their chicken quesadilla, and uh, they have outdoor seating, so it's on the corner. So you get, got to, I, And I consider, even though the, the heart of downtown is probably market in front, but the next heart would be the corner of Princess in front. But you get to sit on that corner. You can watch the sunset go down. You can see the battleship from Beer Barrio, which is outstanding. Uh, but my favorite thing that they serve there, well, two things really, is the pork rinds. Because we just talked about that. They come out hot. They come out popping. Um, so if you love those, those are outstanding. And they have this amazing sauce that you can dip it in. And it's sort of like a white sauce. It's not ranch, but it's similar to ranch. But it's delicious. Like, pour it all over your body delicious. <laughs> okay. Okay. And uh, <laughs> the other thing there that I love is their salsa. Oh, my God. Their salsa is just – I could just – drink it by the gallons it's, i can't explain what it is about it but it's just so so good so definitely one of the places that you should get a a nice affordable little meal i yeah. like to go there for lunch or i've taken clients there before yeah let's don't forget about the pulled pork tacos there yep. those are good they're outstanding that's what i get when i go and what's that corn what's the corn called that they roll it in like cheese and there's like seasoning on it is there's it the street corn yeah. mexican street corn maybe there's a name for it but 
But yeah, that's really good too. Okay, so if, if this is how oh. this episode's going to go, we're okay. going to go from one thing to the next. Before I go to Mexican street corn, have you got something to add? Yes, I want to tell you a fun fact. My fun fact about that particular spot. So um, as we heard in episode one, if you heard it, I grew up in the area in Burgall, and Wilmington was like our go-to for everything. And so when I was little, most of the shopping was in downtown. You didn't have, and this was like in the early 70s. I'm old and we didn't have, you didn't go too much into, in the middle of Wilmington for shopping. So back then, you know, my mother shopped for her clothes, dresses and things like that. But this particular space that Beer Barrio's in used to be called Sue Ann Shoes. And I remember going there as a kid, a little kid with my grandmother and I can still see how it looked today. And uh, right where the bar is, um, there was a stairway against the wall that went down into the discount basement. And um, I don't know, it's just it's really cool. And before they put the official Beer Barrio sign up there, you could still see on the black marble that's up on the side of the building, yeah. you could still see the outline of Sue Ann's shoes. And I just thought that was so cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. So let's, let's get back to street corn. Them. Yeah. Have lots of them. And, and you'll hear more of them. I might throw one in here and there. But uh, my street corn situation ties into one of my mid-range restaurants here in town is all the K restaurants like the which I think they're all K38 now except for Tower 7 but there was a K Bueno a K38 a Kiva Grill Tower 7 and then the higher end one which has since closed but the other three still remain and talk about chips and salsa I love their chips and salsa but I also absolutely love their street corn now I don't like to gnaw into corn on the cob which is how they'll do it so teeth will come out. Yeah, if you have false teeth. I do not have false teeth. Thank you. So I typically will ask for my street corn in a bowl. And I think everybody gets it right. And, and it's not just me. This is what people do. And I think it adds a little bit of extra seasoning for some reason. But your street corn comes in off the cob in a bowl. And I just go to town eating it with my, my Stetson roll, which is my favorite there. And this one time we were there and I told the girl – this is, I want this, 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 and, and throw in a, a side of street corn, but put it in a bowl. The girl came back with a corn on the cob in a bowl. <laughs> yeah, she missed, the, she, she missed the whole point. She missed the she, point. So now I have to make sure that these people understand that I'm talking like take it off the cob and put what's left in the bowl. My best friend Mark, he loves corn on the cob, but he always, every time he gets a piece of corn on the cob on his plate, he takes it and literally with a knife and cuts it off the cob. He doesn't bite into it. Yeah. I prefer not to if I can help it. Yeah. I mean, corn on the cob is one of those things where I could give it or take it. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. So now that we're, <laughs> now that we are on a roll here and talking about salsa at Beer Barrio, which is again amazing, let's go to salsa at Flame and Amy's. Flamin' Amy's is a burrito barn on Oleander Drive, just down from our indoor mall. And uh, they've got some of the best burritos ever. But the good thing about their place is their chips and salsa, their salsa bar is funky and different. They've got one that's a pineapple cilantro. Go ahead, turn your nose up because you did it yeah, the first time. I'm, I'm not participating in that one. It's really, really good, y'all. Really and that, good. But to be clear, that's no diss on Flame and Amy's. I love their burritos. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't love that yeah. salsa. That's and there's all. several. There, there's like I want to say there's ten different salsas that they have there that are all these funky um, combinations of food, and I just think it's outstanding. But it's so funny. Just FYI. A lot of restaurants in Wilmington are not open on Mondays for some crazy reason. Mm-hmm. And going because they're they're slammed on the weekends, and I get that everybody deserves time off. But 
every single time I think about eating at Flamin' Amy's, it's always on a Monday, and they're always closed. Well, Flamin' Amy's, other than Monday. they also do that really popular turkey chenga, right, mm-hmm. during oh, Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, they do. Never had it, but everybody loves it. Yeah. It's like a turkey dinner and a burrito, right. basically. Yep. All right. Well, what's next, Brad, on your list? Well, I mean, there's one more salsa place, and it falls in our economy restaurant, Islands. Islands. Everybody goes to Islands. Love Islands. Dollar Tacos, seven days a week from five to nine. Love it, love it. You get your protein. You get three toppings. They don't skimp on anything. But they do have a decent-sized salsa bar because chips comes with that even at a dollar. Well, the catch is you got to buy a soda. If, with yeah. every soda at a dollar ninety nine, then you get you know up to four tacos at a dollar a piece. So it's dollar taco night, seven nights a week. But their black bean corn salsa there is my favorite. That is really good. They have a verde, and then yes. they have a mild salsa, and then they have a hot salsa. And yep. even and I don't like hot stuff, but even their hot salsa is not really that hot. It's just enough of a kick that makes you, it makes it interesting. Yeah. Every time I go there, I get three soft tacos, black beans, yellow rice. Two jerk chicken, one pork. The pork is always extra in price. I get um, lettuce, cheese, pico, and cilantro. And guacamole is 50 cents extra. And guacamole is, you know, is, is more, too. But that's a great place. And also, they cater. So if you have an event or whatever, they'll, they'll cater, and they're really good at that. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's multiple locations around town, across the bridge in Leland. Um, there's one out in Monkey Junction, kind of down toward where I live, going yep. toward Carolina Beach. Down in the southern end of New Hanover County. Yeah. So, yeah. Easy access. Absolutely. What's next on your list, sir? Mm, let's see. I love Johnny Luke's. Oh, uh, yeah. We Johnny talked Luke's about the pork chop there. So, so good. Yeah. Johnny Luke's is um, it's at 5500 Market Street. Um, and uh, this these, this duo, Johnny and Luke, uh, created this uh, this restaurant. It's, there's only one. It's, it's not a chain, definitely. And, uh, and the food there is outstanding. And... Um, they're, they have a nice dining room downstairs. They have more of a pubby feel upstairs with an outdoor covered seating area. Um, and my favorite thing there is their chicken pot pie. It comes out in this Pyrex dish. Not Pyrex, but what are those white round dishes called mm-hmm. that are white? Is it Pyrex? Anyway, it's a round dish. And um, it's got the, the chicken and the peas and the carrots and all the gooey stuff in the, in the middle that you get with a chicken pot pie. And uh, outside, it's... There's this puff pastry laid over the top of this bowl, and it is baked to perfection. Um, and it's one of my favorite things. But be forewarned, if you do order that, it is hotter than hell. So if you're not careful and you don't open that sucker up and let it cool down a little bit, you will burn the inside of your mouth out. Yeah, I understand hell is pretty hot, so that's <laughs> way up there. I will never find out. <laughs> So that's a, and that's a medium price kind of place. It's not uh, it's not too terribly expensive, right. but, uh, but that's a great place to go on a date or just to go on a Sunday afternoon or whatever. So it, it's really good. Um, and then while we're heading up in that direction, we're going to go north of New Hanover County up to um, uh, well, we were talking about K thirty eight, and that's up that way. But I was thinking about uh, you mentioned earlier two guys. Oh, yeah. We were talking about interesting flavor combinations, which is how that one came about. And I don't remember what you had said prior to that, but Two Guys Grill in Porter's Neck, 
And it's not, again, to clarify, not the same as Five Guys. Right, because Five Guys is a chain, which is excellent. Yep. We have one of those here. But this place has a blueberry, a jalapeno bacon blueberry burger. And it sounds like a lot, but it's just your burger with bacon, jalapeno peppers, and a blueberry compote. And it sounds bizarre. I turned my nose up at it the first time until the guy was like, you know what, if you don't know what to get, do this, and it's on me if you don't like it. Sadly, I found myself paying for it because I cleaned my plate, but <laughs> it was good. And I've had it multiple times since then. I think it's probably one of their top sellers, but it's definitely a good choice. Well, speaking of odd combinations, I'm going to talk about a burger at a location that I love. They don't, unfortunately don't have it anymore, but this is the what brought me to their place. It's um, This is downtown on Water Street in an area south of downtown called Chandler's Wharf. And it's called the Rooster and the Crow. And they're really known probably more for their fried chicken, which is outstanding. I haven't had it personally, but my best friend is a chicken, a fried chicken fanatic. And he said it's some of the best he's ever had in his life. Um, but when I started going there, um, they have a wonderful selection of burgers. And I would get their Graceland. And um, for those of you who um, don't know what that is, it is um, peanut butter and banana on a cheeseburger. And that probably... <laughs> Probably sounds gross, but it's really not. It's mm. delicious. But sadly, they took it off the menu. <laughs> so, Do you think because people were not ordering enough of it? Because they thought it was too weird. I thought it was amazing, but I don't know. But yeah. I don't know. I still go there, and I still get their other stuff. And, and the it's a locally owned um, uh, restaurant, and one of the owner's mother works there, and she is just an absolute um, – joy to be around and we talk to her every time we go in there so that's that's a lot of fun and and i think they've just expanded the back area to like a beer garden which yeah. i haven't been to yet so i need to try that but uh, rooster and crow is really really good so peanut butter makes its way on the scene mm. in a few unexpected places you want to talk about your experiences with jay michaels yes so jay michaels <laughs> philly deli has been around in wilmington for uh since the 70s it's amazing never how long they've been around i don't know so for those of you who are from philly you probably would disagree but i think it's a great philly cheesesteak sandwich it's it's absolutely incredible isn't he philly native i thought he was maybe okay we'll research that one i will say this fun fact (laughs) you want another one always always so the location that uh, of, of J. Michael's Philly Deli that's in Hanover Center, it's on 3500, well, that's not 3500, that's the mall's address, yeah. but it's across the street from the mall, uh, which is one of the original uh, outdoor shopping malls in Wilmington, Hanover Center. Uh, uh, J. Michael's Philly Deli's front door was actually a front door off one of the um, mansions that was on Market Street that either burned down or got torn down. I can't remember, but they took that door and they moved it. And so are the lanterns on either side. Is that, maybe I'm getting that confused with somebody else. But anyway, the front door definitely came off one of the houses from downtown, so that's kind of cool. Um, But getting back to J. Michaels and what we really liked about peanut butter is they have a uh, peanut butter mayonnaise hot dog. Excuse me. Did you just like Bleh. a little bit? Bleh. It's really good, y'all. It's really, really good. I'm a big fan of mayonnaise, but and I'm a big fan of peanut butter. It's only certain type of mayonnaise. I don't know what kind of mayonnaise they use, but it doesn't really matter. But I'm only a what kind of mayonnaise fan, Brad? Dukes. Dukes. And uh, but melted peanut butter and mayonnaise on a hot dog. I'm telling y'all, it's it's life changing. So I highly recommend it. J. Michael's Philadelphia. They're in a couple locations. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Let's and they've got about that. I, was, I thought there was one other one, but I guess it closed. And they've got the catchiest jingle, too. 
What is it? I can't remember. J. Michael's Philly Dilly. We really Philly you up. Oh, yeah. We really Philly you up. That's right. They haven't run any commercials in a while. I, heard I hear them on the radio. Oh, do you? Yeah. I listen to the radio. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a good one. And uh, we segued into the peanut butter area. We're, now we're going to segue out of the peanut butter area and go to what's your um, other one? <laughs> oh, now we were talking about the basics oh, downtown. Yeah. Basics, yeah. That's um, north end of Front Street in downtown Wilmington. Uh, that's owned by our friend Mary. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. She's done an excellent job of creating the space. And um, uh, the basics is, um, it's this is according to her, her description, uh, creative spin on traditional Southern cuisine served in a homey brick-walled bistro setting. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And she really does her best uh, to do local um uh, ingredients and whatnot and my favorite thing that I eat there and I take a lot of clients there because this is a, it's a great place for brunch mm-hmm. lunch dinner whatever her her meatloaf is amazing really 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 good and uh, my favorite thing for brunch is the spinach feta grill and uh, I still can't remember what the main ingredients is but it's it's um a piece of um I'm gonna uh, Texas it's toast spinach and, and feta and, well, it's got spinach and feta <laughs> in it and an egg but it's got the um the other thing that I can't think of the name of, and I don't know why I can't think of it, it's not artichoke. God, oh, okay. artichoke. So it's artichoke, spinach, and uh, and uh, over on Texas toast over uh, an egg, and it's just delicious. I mean, but I like an over easy egg. So if you like an over easy egg, then you're gonna have that consistency. So um, I highly recommend that. And again, that's down North Front Street in the Cotton Exchange, which is a pretty cool building in itself. Yeah, let's let's don't stray from the basics yet, because you know I got to talk about that ham biscuit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's an amazing no, ham biscuit, and no. she will tell you that they marinate that ham for twelve hours in coke, and then they smoke it an additional twelve hours after that. And if you get it on a biscuit, add a scrambled egg and some cheese to it, perfection. It is incredible. It's the best ham biscuit you will eat in town. She has talked to me about that before, and she calls it some kind of ham, Coca-Cola country ham, or what? I, I mean, that's oh, obvious, man. but but anyway, she's talked to me about that before, and it yeah. sounds really good. It's, it's the best in town. I'm not a might pig. be the best. In, might be best in the world, Mary. I don't really know, but it's best in my book. I'm not a big country ham fan, but that does sound delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, we've hit several places downtown. Um, what do we have at Wrightsville Beach that's really good? The Oceanic is excellent. I think the biggest thing about Oceanic is the view. The view, you know, yeah. It's Oceanic. Uh, sits right on Wrightsville uh, Beach, and it has a pier that you can eat out on, which is outstanding. So you get the views of, of um, the Atlantic Ocean and Wrightsville Beach, which, you know, is just heaven. Um, they closed down during, was it COVID? It was after Florence. Oh, it was after Florence. They were oh, destroyed. They closed yeah. for a while, yeah. They really got damaged pretty bad. Um and then they completely renovated the inside and they opened back up. But that's they've got some really good uh, food and cocktails there. And, again, I think the best thing is probably the view there. But that's down at Wrightsville Beach. Um, so that's pretty outstanding. And I feel like the locals forget about it. We, we don't go like I don't go. the tourists do. I, I've probably been more in the last two years than I've been in the last 25 years. I went – sadly, I lost a friend – um, well, I guess it hasn't been quite a year. I guess in May we went. Uh, so we lost a friend, and some of us got together to kind of remember him, and we went down there for that and sat on the pier. But, uh, yeah, but um, Wrightsville Beach has, you know, a few good 
little restaurants, and um, I think that's one of them. Dockside's another good one. That's not on Wrightsville Beach, but it's over, uh, and that's that's kind of that's sort of I would say pubish food, but it's on the intracoastal, and that's that's kind of you can see all the boats. And my favorite thing there is the pill and eat shrimp. Yeah, that's I would definitely say that is the that is the locals hang out on a Thursday or Friday afternoon, and that especially also, in the summertime. Yeah, and that's also a place that a lot of people hang out after the Azalea Festival Garden Party, which we will talk about that's later, right. but that's a big topic to discuss in itself. Yep. That will take us forever to talk about that one, but Wilmington is known for its Azalea Festival, and we'll talk about that in future episodes. But um, but yeah, um, those are some good ones. True. Oh, I didn't talk about True Blue, which is one of my other higher end. Oh, yeah. True Blue, um, uh, they've got, they have a tagline for each of their restaurants. I think there's three, you said? There's one, one there's over at he- least three. There's one over here in the Forum, which we're over here near Wrightsville Beach and Mayfair Shopping Center. True Blue um, Butcher and Table. Right. Greenfield Lake Park, True Blue Butcher and Barrel. Wow, you really know them, don't you? And then the one in Hampstead, I think it's True Blue Butcher. I'm not real sure of, Butcher of that Block, one. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the one I'm talking about specifically is the one uh, Butcher and Barrel, which is over at Greenfield Lake, right beside one of my favorite, favorite places in the world, Satellite. Um, they do a really good, on Wednesdays, they do a really good $5 burger, which is just outstanding, but their food is delicious. Their steaks, I will have to say, they, they, they've got it down and, um, it's going to be a higher price point. What, what would you say for dinner? 30, 40? Uh, totally depends. Cause remember they've got the Wagyu, am I saying that right? Oh. Beef. Oh, what is. Yeah. What is that? Um, it's, it's something I've never been able to afford. Oh, so we won't talk about it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that, that's another great place. And, um, yeah, so uh, there's there's so much good food here in Wilmington and so many places to hang out. And, and again, there's way more than we could fit into this episode because we'd be talking about food forever. But yeah. Wilmington has a good, um, a good scene when it comes to food. And the good thing about it is we've got a lot of talented people uh, oh, one more that comes to mind. Let me mention this really quick because everybody knows me knows I love sushi. And we have a place downtown. There's several sushi places in Wellington, but this one downtown is called Yosaki. And it's one of my absolute mm. favorites. Fun fact? Always. Okay. So um, Yosaki is, is in a building on the second floor on the corner of Front and um, Dock. And um, downstairs is a bar called The Husk. Upstairs is Yosaki, and then above that was also another bar that Yosaki owned called Drama Morsel, but it closed during COVID, and I'm not exactly sure what they're doing with that. I hope it opens back up soon, but um, where the husk is on the ground floor, it used to be called uh, Rattabushes, and it was a feed and seed store back in the day, so people would go in there and get their you know, their uh, garden seed uh, feed for their animals or whatever. So it was sort of like a hardware-ish store, but, you know, m- more on the feed and seed side. And my great-grandmother used to shop in that very store. Mm, yeah. So it's kind of kind of cool. So I've got really good ties to this area, which, you know, I, I absolutely love because there's not many of us locals left <laughs> in town because people are just flocking here from all over the place because Wilmington is such an awesome place to live. Our weather is relatively... <laughs> Good all the time. I mean, it's I mean, we cool got, today by winter standards, like, but well, it's not. What was cold. it on Christmas Day? It was like six, almost was, seventy degrees. Yeah, it was nice. And we've and there's been many Christmases like that. There's been many uh, New Year's Eve days where I've been on the beach in shorts and a tank top. Mm-hmm. More than not, you know. So, um, but um, anyway, that's the 
part of the food scene that we have here in Wilmington, and we'll share many, many more as we go along. But Brad, do you have anything to add to this episode? You know, we talked about a lot about salsa and a lot about American food, but we didn't talk about Italian. Oh, and gosh. I think we share a oh. similar Tarantelli's oh, yeah. downtown. Tarantelli's. Yeah, incredible. We talked about the cheese wheel. Um, just I've I've had my share of chicken parm over the years, and I we only just recently discovered this place. Well, I've known of it for a while, just never went until the last couple of months. And it was definitely a great call. The food was delicious. The service was amazing. Um, the atmosphere was really nice as well. I'm big on atmosphere because there are. While we do have a lot of great food restaurants, we have some that are not so great because of the atmosphere. It gets right. really loud in there, or it's really bright, or something's just not right. This one is and dialed in, and you're, it's you're perfect. You're absolutely right about that. Um, ambiance and atmosphere makes a huge difference, especially for when when you're paying good money for for food. You want to have you want the entire experience, full circle, all the way around. Good cocktails, good atmosphere, and good music. Yeah, I'm a big music person, so the yeah. music needs to be right. I feel like a lot of people don't get that right either, but um, but yeah, Tarantelli's is good, and it would be a higher end restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they do this. Uh, what's the cheese wheel thing? They bring to your table, and they kind of make the pasta in the cheese on the wheel yeah i've again i've only been once but in two different dishes when we went but uh, i don't know we asked what it was all about and never really got the full lesson um well it's it's definitely one that you should check out it's uh, on the corner of uh, dock and second street um right across from um arrive boutique hotel which is super cool as well we'll talk about hotels later too because that's a big one we've got a lot of good little little Fun places to hang out, but uh, and they have a restaurant attached to theirs as well. Um, but anyway, um, I think that's a good slathering of food mm-hmm. um, all over town, all over town, all around town. Um, we'll we'll try to add in some other places too. We'll we'll talk about Burgall's food scene at some point and down in Southport and what Leland might have across the bridge over there. But um, yeah, our food scene's good and we really love it here. So we're, we're really happy with. Life in Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Brad? Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay. Well, thank everybody so much for tuning in to this episode of Port City Living. We hope you will join us again. And as always, if someone doesn't have a smile, what do you do, Brad? You give them yours. Yes, you do. Bye, everybody. <laughs>